Well, hello again, folks. This is A.J. Wildman with CS2 News. And again, I am a 24, 2024 Maryland Democratic primary candidate for the U.S. Senate to replace uh, retiring Senator Ben Cardin. Okay, tonight we're going to have a little thing called the good, the bad, and the truly ugly. Okay, this has to do with some of the stuff that's going on in the Middle East as, an, as a backdrop. Okay, this is actually taken, most of this is taken from my 2008 book, uh, The Second Coming of Common Sense, 718 pages, um, which I'll actually have a note about at the end of this little piece also. But uh, first, we're going to start with a piece that actually was in part of my uh, defense uh, reformation uh, proposal in the book. But uh, <clears throat> let's get into this, and you'll see how it flows. Again, this is called The Good, the Bad, and the Truly Ugly. Consider the following scenario, and I remember this book was written and finished off in the uh, very end of 2007 and published, self-published in February of 2008, so there's a difference in timing here, if that comes into the phrase at all. Now, okay, let's go. The Good, the Bad, and the Truly Ugly. Consider the following scenario in some of the places in the world where it applies. It applies. Some people make their living and, in fact, claim their entire public identity by complaining about a given issue and or deliberately helping to perpetuate the problem. Okay, the instigators. Okay. They are as predictable, unfortunately, as the rising of the sun and the setting of it, too. Okay. Okay. Let us use the Middle East as the example. Whether you are talking Sunni, Shiite, Israeli, Kurd, Turk, Arab, Palestinian, or religious group, extremist group, um, whatever you want, Hamas, and the other groups, military groups over there, and or any other blissful group that in the last 4,000 years, in this 4,000-year-old train wreck called the Middle East, okay, and this is how it breaks down, okay? Now, the good, the first group, without a shadow of a doubt, in my mind at least, some 90% of the population over there, the common masses, mean everybody in all those countries. Israel, Syria, Lebanon, Egypt, all of them, okay? 90% of the people just want to live in peace. Okay, and that includes Iraq's pre-war population of 22 million. Anyway, they just want to live their lives with their families, do their jobs, and get along in peace, um, get along peacefully, and in coexistence with their neighbors, whether they be right next door or in the next country. They don't want to throw bombs at each other. Okay, that's just, there's no value added in that. The second group, the bad, smaller group. Next. There are those in the Middle East that have their entire public identity, like I noted before, their power, their fame, purely based on their ongoing hatred, battles, and the killings. Okay, that's, that's their thing. The clerics over there in the Middle East make up a key part of this group, although they, they do not like people to talk about them being directly involved in, and stay mainly behind the scenes. That depends on the cleric in the country, okay? But they like to maintain a low profile, but run everything, control everything. 
A recent exception to that in Iraq, and a clear example of Leclerc's power over the nations, is when the cleric, uh, the Shiite cleric, Sadr, ordered his company, to, his army, to stop killing Americans for six months. Okay. okay, it was a main reason why the surge was working at that time. Okay, and while this bad group is fully at the core of the ongoing day-to-day -day chaos and do shoulder most of the blame, they, they have finally, we have finally reached them. Okay, the lower part of the barrel and this is called the truly ugly and this is very true folks okay the worst of the litter the smallest percentage of the few that exists on all sides and I repeat on all sides of this perpetual neighbor on neighbor country on country wars okay there are <clears throat> there are those that simply love the hatred and the killing they live for it they aggressively encourage and often help to finance it working behind the scenes and are not necessarily even living in the areas, right? <clears throat> like today, you know, the Hamas leadership is sitting in a hotel or something down in Qatar while the, you know, their military people or whatever, their troops are, uh, you know, raising hell in Gaza. So, back to this. Okay. They simply would not know what to do with themselves if the hatred and the killing came to an end and the masses had their dreams come true and peace actually happened. This smallest group is responsible for promoting, responsible for promoting, producing, and perpetuating the greatest amount of the avoidable turmoil. Okay, they love it. And most often, without getting their hands dirty, like I said before, <clears throat> let alone have had their hands blown off. Okay. If you personally do not accept that, that this last and most disruptive, disruptive a little fraction of the world's inhumanity exists and exists on, on all sides of the battle that you may support, okay, please ask the person next to you to slap you, okay? Middle East peace could actually happen, but it will only happen if and when that sick little minority is first dealt with. And frankly, many of them will probably need to die at the hands of their own people before that could ever happen. Okay. I said I was not going to sugarcoat this message earlier, and uh, I'm not going to. We get far too much sugarcoating garbage all the time from the news. To be crystal clear, my fellow Americans, we definitely do have these latter types in our own population, industry, and government. They compromise the ugly underbelly of the military-industrial complex that President White David Eisenhower so vividly, vividly warned us about in his farewell address in January of 1960. For example, in the movie Why We Fight, okay, there's the last scene, a defense industry contractor uh, show, uh, actually the 2003 AUSA defense show in Washington, D.C., a representative from a military contractor who I'll not mention right now was talking with some of the military officers and he was putting on some kind of a simple chart card trick and said now we have never met before right no collusion and he, he chuckled which is really odd because collusion is our business yes collusion with the military that pretty well sums it all up the money that goes in the military 
And I will show you in another another uh, evening or not, not evening, another day, what the uh, federal budget is. And you'll be astounded how much of it is eaten by the military. <clears throat> and a closing little comment here. Well, two comments. One about ending war and one about the, uh, the immigration issue, because that's an ongoing theme with me. What I will say is you cannot end a war, a real war, until you have either killed or have successfully threatened to kill the right people. The people who have the no-go no go control over a war, you know. And uh, <clears throat> that's just the way things are, right? Now, a uh, comment here again on, this is from my personal experience about the, the uh, immigration and basically the Hispanic situation here. While researching my 2008 nonfiction political book, The 718 Page, The Second Coming to Common Sense, I talked with many Hispanics uh, that, that had come here through the front door. They did all the waiting and testing, secured their U.S. Citizen, citizenship through the testing, and were sworn in and are now proud American citizens and good for them. Okay? They were also very disgusted at all the illegal border crossings. Why, you ask? Very simply. <clears throat> because, simply because, the various people that are just walking across our southern border, basically the undocumented, without any checks or any case files, okay, were the very people they were trying to get away from when they came to America. Go figure. I'll leave it at that, and we'll see what comes up tomorrow as a subject. I'm still trying to get through to the newspapers. Um, they're really very difficult to get a hold of, but I'll get that worked out one way or another. Anyway, you take care. Uh, again, this is A.J. Wildman for CS2 News. Good night.